Flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. This is the Flogcast for round 16. Fifey joined by Ant. How do you do? Penal. Hi there. Dan. Hello. Matrox. Hi. Hadouken. How do you do? Fuck off. <laughs> and Teach. Fucking angry, aren't you, Hadouken? <laughs> but I guess you want lots of the cats, so bad luck. <laughs> Before we get to the cats losing, there's one thing we do need to bring up. You I didn't heard... lose, you dickhead. <laughs> What? Oh, right. Um, um, before we get to that, we do need to bring one thing up, and that is penal. I've been told by a reliable source that you are the Hawthorne supporter who dresses up in the Superman cape suit costume. No football. Surely not. Uh, it's it's not true. It was just a uh, Sue's rumor to try and discredit me. Oh, no. Wait, 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 back up a sec. So you're saying what Sue says is incorrect? She's been lying to us <laughs> I, all this time. I know it's hard to believe. Maybe Suze has been lying, but, but um, I, I think that uh, Penal is the ang- actually the angry midget. The reason why he's been missing is because he's had this um, oh. this nervous disorder. Oh. So yeah, and, and we welcome him Injury back. Injury troll. <laughs> no, we welcome him back. We will, we love Penal and we want him back. But uh, maybe he's had this little bit of a nervous twitch going on for the last three weeks or so. I think it's Penal because if anyone was going to be Goo Man. <laughs> It was penal. I know it's hard to believe, but Suze has been wrong in the past. If you doubt uh, the Like Suze, when she you said the Photoshop wasn't a real shop. <laughs> no, that's real. It's a real shop, but she didn't think it was. She didn't think it was. She thought it was a program. I'm, I'm convinced that it's real. That's, convinced. that's why she had to reset her exam. <laughs> I think te- teachers on the money there with the um coach thing. Don't let it get out, but. I have been compared to Clarko in the past because I am short and I do have a bit of a an anger issue. So, oh, wink, wink, I knew nudge, it. nudge. I knew it. I knew I was so, onto something. A Jeep belt, Carlton supporters with an old Who doesn't? I mean, <laughs> anyway, we'll move on to the first game, which, well, we'll start with Friday night and Geelong versus Essendon and Hawkins yeah. trolling the Essendon faithful right at the end there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, one, no one, no one hurt. I will, I will. That hurt a lot. That was worse than Cyril because at least Cyril has skill, whereas Hawkins is like this lumbering tank thing that just rolled down the oval, kicking goals. Well, he wasn't the one who won the game. It well, was, no, uh, Motlop was. It Motlop was Motty. Motty won the game. And... Jeez, jeez. Somebody was asking what would happen if Bruce, you know, Bruce with Cyril injured, is Bruce going to be okay? Did you hear the noise he made when Motlop kicked his second goal? It was like this full, yeah, deep, deep-throated. Oh. <laughs> so he, he, he came. 
He did. He just he just let it go in the middle of the studio there. And if you listen, there's not a de- sound from anyone else, probably because they're sort of leaning away from their microphones going, oh, God, silence. Bruce, he's gone. Yeah. Yeah, we we all, brought we this up. That, like, we all know yeah. Bruce is But the funniest thing that came out of that game was the Hawkins hugging the Geelong supporter. Oh, yes. And all of the we got a, we got another great Bay thirteen picture of all the Essendon supporters. That was beautiful. There were upward sideways fingers. There were sideways fingers. There was a kid sort of like looking like he didn't know what was going on. It was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. Teach, if you went to this game, you could have been that guy that got the hug. I mean, it should have been you. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. But I sit in the rich seats. So I don't. Uh, sit. He, he do sits in the cheer squad, you know, front row. Said he was at the other end. I don't sit amongst the goal was at his end. So I, I sit amongst all of the other Geelong supporters, and I Hall of Fame supporters. Yes, and you know what? I've got to tell you, I, it's it's fucking hard to get them rolled up because they're old and they're just sitting there going, and I'm like, they're going, fucking go, Kurtz! But yes, we do need to get back onto that. Teach didn't go to the game. Yeah, what's up with that? Uh, well, I can't get to all the games. with. Uh, what? Why not? Train breakdown? No. <laughs> no, I'm a single parent and I've got, I've got my um, lazy kids. Yeah. They don't want to go to the footy? Oh, no, they fucking hate it. Sue's babysits, you know. <laughs> he wants so, the kids to come back. Like, so, so does Bombers 2003. <laughs> oh, oh, Probably cut that one. Let's sort of just Aaron. Yeah. Let's move. Let's move. Let's move I'll, fucking, I'll fucking join the Islamic Jihad before I let Sue's babysit. <laughs> yeah, anything else from that game? Fuck you. Fuck you all. Fuck. Well, the cats just know how to get it done when it when it matters. Really. They do, and it is. Yes, we do. Suck my cock. Did, did someone say when it matters? Well, like, I mean, okay, not when it matters, matters, but like in you know. <laughs> do we do we want to get on to when it matters between Essendon and Hawthorne? That'd be fun. Well, we will quickly, briefly touch on what Penal's been saying about Geelong's concerning youth. Motlock was great. <laughs> Duncan played well at the end, but it still was Bartel. Uh, yeah, it was all the old so was Bartlett, Hawkins, uh, Bartel, Kelly, Kelly. Yeah, um, who else was there? I don't know a lot of old fuckers running around. Um, <laughs> they didn't get much out of some of the younger players apart from yeah, Motlop and yeah. Duncan and, and, and Selwood. Is Murdoch, Selwood. He was Murdoch good, played but... well. Oh, I wouldn't say that. That Kirsten guy got dragged. Yeah, he kicked two goals and you know, gone. And that, was it Holland Smith? What exactly does he do? Like, I keep seeing him every now and then, but he doesn't actually appear to be playing football. He gives them an extra name on the ground. Right. Okay. Yes. That's his role. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. The double barrel. Got it. Okay. Yep. Anyway, is there anything else on that game? Nah, fuck you. <laughs> I think everyone was pretty happy with how that ended, except Tadukin. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, Bomber Thompson was happy with how that ended. Oh, shut up. Yeah, oh, yes. That's true. He's still barracks of Geelong. Yeah. So... He, he, he went home happy. He's still on the bandwagon, Teach. Yeah, he doesn't jump off. First sign of yeah, trouble. He, he yeah. didn't think Geelong were going to finish 12th. Oh, well, you know, what, his car into a lake. You know, what do I know? I'm not he a didn't kill Royals. God. There's not um, enough Kool-Aid in the world to get Bomber supporting Essendon. What do you mean? He does support Essendon. <laughs> he still supports Geelong. He can, he's got two teams, obviously. He's won flags with both. It makes sense. Oh, so he's like you anus can't have, can't have Yeah, he is. He is. He's pretty much the anus cat of coaching. <laughs> I thought that was Brad Scott. But... Have you not seen him in his interviews? He's freaking insane. Of course he's <laughs> Anus Cat. In fact, maybe Anus Cat, maybe he actually is Anus Cat. 
I'll tell you what, he was. Has giggling. anyone ever seen him post during a Geelong or a Essendon game? He was he was giggling like a schoolgirl in his. Oh, uh, definitely uh, anus cat. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. there's something here. Bomber Thompson is anus cat. Anyway, <laughs> maybe all the coaches post on the bay. Well, we note Brad posts with the blue font, so. Oh, all right, let's move on. Next yep. game. Next, we'll go to. Oh, Lowell North. Oh, let's... Uh, oh, uh, uh, fuck's sake. Can I just say, after all the horror, the horror of Essendon, oh, North. <laughs> you just went on Bruce on... I did, I did quite... quite yeah, early. you just gave us like a mating call or something. Yeah. It was it was magnificent, though, like... No, it wasn't. And Petrie <laughs> did really his job wasn't. in the first quarter. Oh, that's the only Brisbane. good thing. It only took Brisbane Petrie, out of the finals in the yeah, first quarter. Yeah, six or quarter. seven minutes to decide whether they were going to play finals or not. And then North <laughs> decided to give up after that. <laughs> they just said, Drew's done his job. Yeah, so our work here is done. <laughs> Complacent, soft motherfuckers, North are. Fair to A game they, they should have won, but for whatever reason, they, they didn't. This is a team that beat Port. Like, I don't get it. Port, Sydney, Frio. But they can't get it done against... You know, well, they were they were travelling so well on the road this year because they beat Sydney and Sydney and both WA teams over there. But then they go to Brisbane and lose to the Bryans. Oh, Jesus! Just got out of the game that the umpires don't know how to play holding the ball. You get some great tackles and oh, then um, how 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 succinct is that? No playing holding the ball. That is just ridiculous. Go on, describes mate, probably on. every game this weekend. Yeah, or every game for the last <laughs> month, year, really. Yeah. It's just been... It's ridiculous. But it was pretty funny how towards the end there, the North were coming. 30 seconds longer, they probably would have won that game. But there were probably about four they decisions late, which the umpires let go, time. which North should have been penalised. And you could hear... But they could, do let a lot go in the, in the last quarter. I know, but oh, it was the, um, the first gamer with about 40 seconds to go gets fucking done for stepping out of the square on the kick but out. But he did, in fantasy. Yeah, he, he did. did. Yeah, but... but umpires usually let those ones go. That that one happens all the time. It was pretty amusing, though, just the way North thought, oh, yeah, we can we can catch them after six goals down. That's, ex- that's exactly it. They were complacent after the quarter time. And then it started raining and they went, oh, no. Oh, no. Well, yeah, once once they got three goals up, they were like, yep, we're in for a 100-point win here. And This is a team we beat by 80 points like a month ago. This is a team GWS beat. Well, oh. I mean, the one thing I took out of it, and, and I'm sure everyone else will, is that it absolutely definitely was not Boomer Harvey's fault because it never it's is. It's all Rockless fault. It'll, yeah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> it, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be like junior players, the coach, uh, the other team, supporters, uh, around, anyone but Boomer Harvey. Uh, it wasn't Boomer's really? fault. They couldn't shut the roof. That was the problem. But Boomer did get a little bit shitty at the end. And then Brad Scott, you know, his premiership teammate, John O'Brown's getting presented with a jumper. And Brad decides, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, fuck, fuck you, Jono. You, you didn't carry yeah. me to a couple of flags. I'm going to go over here and I'm going to have a word to Rockcliffe because Boomer had a song. Yeah, but Rockcliffe, Bra- Rockcliffe Brad is just wants fucking... to make it all about Brad. Yeah. No, we said the anus cat of coaching better. before. Brad's the anus cat of coaching. He wants everyone to look at him and he wants to be seen. It's no, just Brad's boss. Yeah, but if, 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 if anyone knows what's uh, Rockcliffe, he's a fucking smartass. And he did go over the line. After the end of the game, but however, Brad Scott should never have gone up to him after the game. No, that was just silly. No, um, Rockcliffe will forever be like a legend in my books because he pulled off a ridiculous dive to deny Carlton a win a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> Those are come, becoming a bit more common. 
these a- again days, against it? weight of all people. Like, <laughs> um, oh, that's right. Sucks the in weight penalty. And gives away yeah. a fifty. I think we agree. Rockcliffe, little bit of a smart ass. Didn't really go too much over it. You got to show a bit gone. of humility after the game, I reckon. But Boomer well, should have just ignored it. I agree, and Brad so Scott Boomer really doesn't show humility much, after the game, though. Boomer goes up to Crowley and goes, oh, you pinch me. Well, you'd be pissed off, too, or, if your opponent or, was pinching you all game. Yeah, sure. or, or you'll get on the microphone and blame all the young North players. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, before we move on, um, yeah, Brad was out of line. We've actually put together the top five this week of five people who were less out of line than Brad Scott. So, number five, Dan. Sue's the last time she looked after someone's dog. Uh, number four, Matrox. Two, two. Ricky Nixon. The king of inappropriate dealings. Number three, Ant. Everyone's favourite rugby player, Todd Carney. <laughs> number two, Hadouken. Uh, Josh, oops, I got my dick stuck in my <laughs> iPhone, <laughs> Bootsma. And number one, Teach. Hello, I am Leo Suarez, and uh, it's, I like... It's used for Pistorius. <laughs> 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 uh. I am Luis Suarez. You are more at risk at getting bitten by me than you are at getting bitten by a shark in the ocean. Sound like Pepe Le Pew. Yeah. Maybe Oscar Pistorius like had his leg bitten off by Luis Suarez, and that's why he was crippled. I think so. I think so. Anyway, we'll move on to the next game, which is the showdown. This is Matt Trox's game. The Crows finally. Shut all the port Red flogs up. Over to you, Matrox. Tell us all about it, Matrox. You interrupted his singing. <laughs> this oh, this, was, a, this was an epic. It's a shit song anyway, but I just <laughs> absolute epic game. It was a great game. It was a really good game. It's a bit of a shame Mato couldn't be here today. Actually, yeah, um, he made himself unavailable. Unfortunately, the first half unfolded during our two-year-old's birthday party, but I got to see the last quarter. And I heard the third quarter over the radio driving back home. So I'm absolutely spewing that I haven't caught up with the uh, replay yet to get the finer details. But the last quarter for me was just up there performances. If the Crows can do this, and we need to do it every week because up until now, the season's been pretty disappointing. So you didn't go Matrox? Teach, don't judge. Yeah. Well, <laughs> was, um, do any of you lot go to your team games? Like, was yeah, it was the young daughter's two, uh, second birthday party, so there That's was no excuse. Uh, no <laughs> well, fair enough. You could have just fair taken her to the footy. <laughs> that would have been a great birthday present. I was going to yeah. say, is that legal drinking well, age in Adelaide? Anyway? Would you would you take a two year old to the showdown penal with all the port ferals there? I was bored. Well, yeah, watch the watch the nineteenth man at work. Well, yeah, I'll, you got to remember though. If I fear a Hawthorne showdown, it's a completely different thing. There's a lot of nudity. <laughs> Did anyone else watch this game? I, I watched the whole game. I watched the first half. I caught the first half. I thought yeah. it was a fantastic game of football, and um, and Adelaide was just outstanding. They usually are though. Like, and the Adelaide Oval, I think, makes it a little bit better. But they are great games to watch most of the time because it doesn't matter with where they are on the ladder. A lot of the time. And no, no, I thought I thought Port Adelaide would, would win by a, a heap, but Adelaide were fantastic. And how much would Carlton be spewing about Eddie Betts? <laughs> is he worth a half million bucks? Sir? He is at yeah. the moment. Every, so Adelaide, is, yeah, I reckon he is. Yeah, it is at the moment. Uh, hey, yeah, Matt, every, are you, yeah. Are you happy with the Adelaide Oval now, or do you still miss Westlakes? I think uh, everyone's happy with Adelaide Oval, even when the Crows are playing. Crap, Adelaide Oval's better than Westlake's. 
That's Westlake's the fucking shit hole. <laughs> it's because early on the piece, the, the crows flogs that were crashing it over, moving away from Westlake's. No, the, I think the crows didn't want to move unless there was some uh, benefit because uh, Port moving were looking away from to get out and no matter what. Isn't that a benefit? <laughs> moving away from their training venue. They still train in the car park, do they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's shit. The best thing about well, Adelaide Oval is that everyone can get there from the city. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's it's just a great oval. So uh, why wouldn't you love it? And, um, well, it's in Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> you oh. make a very good point. <laughs> yes, Excellent point. The, the best thing about the Adelaide Oval is that it's not in that shit town, Geelong. Oh, <laughs> oh here we go. Here I, we it go. was going to happen when you called Westlake's a shithole. It was always going to happen. <laughs> anything else on that game in particular? I didn't watch it, but I heard uh, Dangerfield's center clearance goal was, was pretty good. Yeah, I saw that. That was impressive. He got it over the top and it just it rolled on through. A couple It'll of good hangers from the Port Boys, Westhoff and um, Schultz. And um, Gray was the other one, I think. Yeah. yeah. Jacob's, one yeah. thing that came out was it. Huh? Jacob's had a mess. Can you stop talking over him, Teach? All right. Shut up. One thing that came out Jacob's of the game Adam. was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fucking doing it now. Shut up, <laughs> we know, Teach. We know. It was always going to be Dan, too. <laughs> Some of the Crows fans noticed, I didn't particularly notice in the last quarter, but when uh, the Crows were taking set shots at goal, the uh, fullback or whoever was um, behind the goals would uh, sneak a ball out, out of the spare ball bag so that they could kick in straight away. And so, in effect, there were two balls in play at once. So one person had the ball, ball because behind the goals, they've got the spare bag of balls. One person would pick it up, and as soon as, let's say, Dangerfield was lining up and then missed the shot, they'd pass the, um, the ball straight in for a kick in straight away. And so, in effect, there's two balls in play. I think it got a mention on 360 or something, but uh, that's an interesting tactic to speed the game up. Two yeah, balls ball. in play. That sounds like a whole thing. You've still got to wait for the umpire. <laughs> to make his, I was going to say, you guys pick up Todd Carney, are you? No, they got Bootsma. Oh. <laughs> Anything else on that game? Yeah, it will be interesting to see like the turnout for the next Port Home game. Like They've been really, really quick to jump on the bandwagon this year. Mm. And, they've been, and they've been they pretty will... adamant it's all to do with the Oval. I bet they'll start jumping off uh, following a oh, loss to their big tribal. No, they're not. Really? Who's on top of the ladder, Penal? Hawthorne are on top of the ladder, where they belong. Oh, for fuck's sake. Whoa. Anyway, we will move on from that to Bulldogs versus Melbourne. That was a cracker game as well, right now. Yeah, leading was to the really showdown. Yeah. Paul Ruse had a bunch of... A, yeah, he had a massive winch. I bet he's a fucking Bay 13 poster as well. Oh, he's a Bay 13 poster. He <laughs> ran away from Ruffy. The funny thing about the Paul Ruse winch is it's almost a carbon copy of the Bulldogs-Melbourne game early in the year where Bulldogs got out in front early, Melbourne came back, we won by a kick, Melbourne had more free kicks, yet Melbourne bitch and cry like girls <laughs> free kicks. And what about on, on from Ellie's goal? Uh, if that's not goal of the year, then my goal name is of the Sue. year. Easy. <laughs> We're going to remember that. <laughs> Fuck off, Kushi. <laughs> it was pretty um, good. It, uh, but that, it had everything, didn't it? That goal, like um, stripped. Um, 
uh, Frawley fr- the ball twice, dodged about half a dozen Melbourne hacks. Frawley didn't know what to do down back. He hasn't played there in half a year. From the boundary, opposite foot, goal. Magnificent goal. Just, just great football. Absolutely buried Melbourne. It was a pretty good goal to be the single match winner at the end with scores tied after Melbourne had come back. And the other thing, earlier, earlier in the game, though, um, Melbourne were in front by a goal, and um, Bontempelli also kicked the goal to um, bring the scores level about the um, five-minute mark. So he was pretty epic in that last five minutes to have an 18-year-old stand up and basically win the game for us. He's pretty, pretty clutch, unlike... Um Certain other players on the ground, like you know Liam Jones, that yeah, Reece... he did a bit of a Reece Stanley this week. Yeah, yeah he played like Reece Stanley this week. Yeah, that was that was Natanui esque from him. Yeah, one handball yeah, in three quarters of football. Yeah, it looks say, like he really? was playing for Melbourne that this week. So what can I say? That was just amazing. Like there used to be the days where players would go statless, and that hasn't happened in a long time. But Jeezy went close. Well, if someone goes statless, they get absolutely caned these yeah. days. So, or they Petrie. <laughs> In which case they get made captain. (laughs) 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 Or they get to decide who makes the finals and who doesn't. Yeah, not everyone has that sort of... Oh, yes. That that, that sort of power comes from being a flat-track bully your whole career. So what's the rule? (laughs) If Petrie goes statless against you, you win the flag? Uh, You'd want to hope not, because he did that against Essendon. He oh, well, really okay. had no touches against Essendon this year? I think he did, yeah. It was actually, yeah, yeah, but there's always an asterisk against anything Essendon does. It doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> we pumped him full of peptides beforehand. It actually increased his shitness. <laughs> Gave him tranquilizers. Anyway, anything else on Bulldogs versus Melbourne? No. It was actually a pretty good game. I bagged this I thought, game. Yeah, well, I thought it was a pretty good was game, actually- yeah. So I apologize. Like it was and surprisingly high scoring for a game between. I didn't think it would be because Melbourne play ultra defensive and the Bulldogs forward line clicked so rarely, which it didn't this week. It was Stringer, who's more of a high half forward type, isn't he? Um, yeah, he's been playing in the VFL. Um, yeah, he's a half forward midfielder. Because um, Cramer and Jones were shit. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, it was our small, smaller forwards who came in for the day and. Um, our defence was absolutely decimated with, you know, no rough head. Uh, also, I probably should, should probably mention, we played with our Griffin, Cooney, yeah, Grant. There so was, you got all your shit players out and got some good guys. Yeah, yeah, captain, Brownlow medalist, <laughs> best and, Yeah, and I, I, I'll give you Griffin and Cooney, but I'm not sure you can really claim Grant as a no. like, massive out. <laughs> I guess say Jordan Ruffett is not an out. Anyway, we will move on to the game that Ross Lyon described as West Coast's grand final. Well, it is their only grand final they're going to play in this year. Basically, yeah, but Ross Lyon go on the troll. It's a very Bay 13 thing to say that a regular game is another team's grand final. Perhaps Ross Lyon's on the Bay 2. Did anyone watch this? I didn't I watch did. it. No. I did. I watched the end because West I... Coast were actually in this game late until the Hobbit bobbed up. It was surprisingly good for a Fremantle game. Yeah, it was. It was because West Coast got the jump on them early, so they kind of had to I've, score. I've noticed something with Fremantle. I've tried to avoid watching them, but I've seen a couple this year, and there's something's happening with Ross Lyon. Maybe losing three grand finals is finally breaking his brain a little bit, that, that he's actually getting them to attack a little bit. No. He said they were supposed to be scoring, yeah. two, averaging two goals more a game this year yeah. than last year. It, was they, they actually, it wasn't happening they, early. They do seem to be, though, now. And um, I wouldn't say necessarily that it's entertaining but it's not necessarily boring yes it's just somewhere in between yeah. but so, so it's just a lighter shade of shit so. kind of like a richmond game 
Oh, I've got nothing on that. I'll pay it back. Um, You're a bitch, Duken. I'm stuck in a Richmond. I'm cranky. Jesus. Um, but yeah, any, anything. At least Richmond that, beats and killed her this year, unlike fucking Essendon. <laughs> but do we have anything else on the derby? It was actually a surprisingly good game for a Fremantle game, and Lyon went the troll. Jack Darling threw his head back like a fucking yeah, flash of that. That was bizarre. He's been watching too oh, much uh, World Cup. What yeah, the has, fuck was going on with that? With his little pushing the chest, head throwback. That is that is really weak bitch stuff. Man. I and, have to find a th- thread I commented on early. Um, I think it was maybe 2012, and I, I complained that da- Darling was taking dives in front of me. I went right in front of me, type of thing. When I went to the, <laughs> I think it was round one, dogs West Coast, and all the West Coast boys lost their shit. Darling, darling, never dives. He's now got that, now for he's a, got that gif where he's got the big head throwback. He may as well be Selwood. He's learnt it from the Selwoods. He, he was one who he um like oh, he, in a tackle he, punt, he hit himself in the head in a tackle like it hit the guy hits his arm which hits him in the head and he throws his head back like he's been taken high and it's his own hand that hit him in the face. It's kind of funny. But yeah, before we move on from that, one more thing. It's on Penal's favourite subject. Um, when it comes to West Coast, Nick Natanui. Yeah, he was uh, more like no kicker, Nui. Pretty much <laughs> nine handballs, no kicks, no marks. The media was all over him saying how fucking magnificent was he. I mean, seriously? Oh, he, crashed, he crashed one pack. Oh. Time to I... chop the palm tree down. But it's... Yeah, I think so. Yeah, He's he's on a lot he's on a lot of money for a bloke who's getting yeah no kicks and no marks. Yeah, so just to um, compare that kick to handball ratio from a player in the same draft. Uh, on oh no! No, here we go. <laughs> no. no, no, give penal his go. I can't give imagine who is who would have been in that draft penal. Playing as so, it was. Ryan, should I make a stats from the weekend? <laughs> oh <laughs> fucking shout! Here we go. Yeah, but. It, the difference Six, was Clangers wasn't playing in a close game. Three handballs. Fuck up. Yeah. I just thought I'd throw the stats out there. You can't argue with stats. Go. Yeah, you can. Hodgepodge does it every time. Every time. <laughs> um, no, I'm back in. I'm back in the Sean Makers versus um, Nat Nui um, well, stats you're, there. You're back in Go Teach. Yeah, you are. No, no. Sean Sean Makers is is what a good player. You have to go. Oh, come on. Oh um, yes, we've got an admission. Anyway, since Pino wants to spread some goo, we will go to Hawthorne, Gold Coast. Terrible game. Terrible game. It played in horrible conditions. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, I mean, it was just that, that made it shit. Like, and Hawthorne, Hawthorne, Hawthorne were used to it because, you know, that, it does rain a lot at their home ground. But Well, actually, I who, thought that... Right, it, Melbourne is quite rainy. <laughs> no, no, I thought, I thought that that game would go um, extremely in Hawthorne's favour because um, Gold Coast don't play in those conditions much. However, when you think about it, Gold Coast play in humid conditions with slippery balls. This is what I was getting at last week. And so do Hawthorne, but not with the weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the Gold Coast came I kept with them for about half, but um, they just crashed after that. And, um, and Hawthorne, at their home ground, they just slammed them. Absolutely slammed them. But they're slippery balls. Yeah, I think uh, what was it? Nine goals in a row in the second and third quarters, and some 
some really good uh, displays of individuals' brilliance uh, in some of those goals. I think uh, Cyril's goal was described as being from the shelf above the top shelf. Uh, Who who are you spitting your goo into the face right now? (laughs) He's Todd Carneying it. Oh, okay. oh anyway, yeah. anything else on that? Because all yeah, I can take from that is slippery balls. Yeah, pretty yeah. uneventful. Rioli did his hamstring. That might hurt Hawthorne later, provided it's not a big game where he's no, missing to, anyway. To be, to be um, fair, Hawthorne have just won every single game <laughs> they've needed to, and uh, it, with, with with injuries in front of them, and they've uh, and they've got Alistair Clarkson back, so. No, they're, they're, they're in the prime site. Just uh, increasing the number of the wins in the wind column. It's not much more you can ask for. Yep, and now they're on top, as we mentioned earlier. Before we move on, um, Teach, you've got 30 seconds to talk about your friend wearing number 28. Who are you talking about? He's already forgotten. Puapolo. Puapolo. Oh, so, some fucker. He's, um, and time's up. Yeah, you've, you, yeah. Don't, you don't have time to pontificate on this. You just demand your apology. All right, so raise the elbow, take it to a high tackle. The next very tackle, raise the elbow, take it to a high tackle. And I thought, oh, well, the Hawthorne supporters, they hate this. They hate people raising their elbows and taking it to a high tackle. So I would have expected a massive number of threads on Bigfoot, he's saying, oh, how despicable is this that this player has lifted his arm and getting a high tackle? And so I just checked on uh, an hour later, hmm, no, nothing. Two hours later, uh, nothing. No, no. So it's okay to fucking sledge off Joel Selwood, but when your old fucking player does it, no. Mm, nothing happened. Didn't no. Here's the thing, though. Puapolo doesn't duck. He's about legitimately five feet tall, so high shut tackles up, on him shit. are actually high tackles. This no, is obviously in up. contrast to Hawkins, who is five feet wide. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a win that debate. Yep. Shut the fuck up. I mean, you are such a bunch of massive hypocrites. I we move on to, well, because of... Richmond beat them, and Brisbane got up. St Kilda are now alone on the bottom. Wooden spoons. They're it's where they belong. It's like a match made in heaven, St Kilda and wooden spoons. Honestly, there is fuck all to say about that game, except that, well... Are you happy with the downhill skiing from Bent Cockchin? Well, if... <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it just to get then, off the... Then Dan with the right hook from out of nowhere. <laughs> if only Dan said it. Yeah, yeah I was pretty sure it was Ant. Yeah. Oh, is it Ant? Yeah. Oh. Um, I'll take credit, though. <laughs> this shit, we know it. They're yeah. gone. Yeah. Someone, someone had to ski over them this week. Do you reckon they've skied enough to um survive another year with Harbley's contract there, Fifey? I'm not sure, honestly. <laughs> Sorry, I just got that out of the way. I'm happy now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got nothing. It was a pretty much a nothing game. We got out to five goals at quarter time. They never got it back within three, and it just kind of seesawed between three and six goals for the rest of the game. Sydney... GWS. It was like 50 points by half time. Kind of, yeah, next. Yeah, Buddy kicked five. He's next. Got oh, cleaned fuck up. off, Buddy. Oh, actually, we will mention Protected one thing. Species. We will mention one thing. Apparently, Tony Abbott was at the game to officially open the SCG. Oh, is that what he was there? I was wondering. Yeah. 
Open it for what? Because the first time around didn't count because the people who opened that came on a boat, so they don't count as people. (laughs) Maybe Tony Abbott is hodgepodge, like fucking trying to find ways why things don't count. Yeah, basically. And he was there. Yeah, I think he's, I don't know who he was supporting, but yeah, they got everyone out there. Will I am there too, Rob Lowe-esque, the scarf round is next. So Sydney, all of a sudden, yeah, bandwagon a ticket in town. Who could have expected that? But nothing else on that? Um, I learned that you're not supposed to uh, tackle with your head into someone's knee. He's sure. Yeah. Ooh, he got a bad knock. He got, he got, he got knocked the fuck out, didn't he? Yeah, he got he stretched off. He will so have, He couldn't ja- even walk home. James Heard taught it. <laughs> didn't James Heard teach everyone that back in 2003? Don't tackle with your face. Oh, I mean, yeah. If if only someone had taught James Heard not to fucking abuse peptides. Uh, he did anyway. We'll move on to the last game of the round, which was played on a cold, drizzly Sunday night, and we'll move into the talking points as well on this, but Collingwood-Carlton. Go the scum. Collingwood won. Mitch Robinson couldn't help but hit someone. <laughs> I think, to be honest, I think football won, actually, out of that game, because it was a shit game and no one watched it. And um, you can't get a better <laughs> no result for Carlton-Collingwood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nothing much about the spectacle. There was turnovers galore, Carlton is shit, um, Malthouse doesn't give a fuck anymore you know he may as well be supporting Collingwood just like Bombers supporting Geelong the way he's coaching Eddie sucked it up big time we'll move on to that I have to say to that though is if he gets 200 grand for that game that that means um the new powerhouse of the foot uh, football world is now the Bulldogs in North Melbourne because the amount of compensation we're going to get for every shithouse time slot we get fuck you Eddie yeah we'll want to play on Sundays if that's the case I thought I honestly thought when he said that he was just saying it to bring to attention the fact that, oh, it's a shit time slot. Then it turns out that he already knew they were getting rid of it and he actually wants the money. It's just like, what the fuck is wrong, what the fuck's it, it, wrong with no, him? It, what a fucking dickhead. He's not, gonna get, he's not gonna get any money. Throwing the toys out of the pram. Just, when he's at the club that has the biggest revenue of any other club, Get fucked. He's not going to get it. He's just sulking. He's not happy that the equalisation, even though they're getting a pretty good deal out of it, he's not happy that his money's going away. He's, you know... Eddie um, Eddie obviously listens to the Flogcast. He heard my call last week. They call him the biggest wanker in AFL football. And he went, oh, yeah? You reckon I'm the biggest wanker? Fine. I'll be the biggest wanker. And away he went. See? Eddie, if you're listening again this time, shut the fuck up. We don't like you. Stop it. (laughs) Seriously, stop it. Coming from an Essendon supporter, too. Yeah. It was awfully childish, though, just the whole thing about it. Like, it's a terrible time slot. I don't know why anyone would want to go to the football on Sunday night. People find it bad enough to go to the Twilight games. But Well, it's all worked out. It's all been Essendon and Melbourne got 60,000, and they only got 40. What's going on? Your game was yeah, it's all been two and a half hours it. earlier, though. Yeah, it's, it, it hasn't worked. They tried it. It hasn't worked. It's, gonna, it's not going to happen again. No, Thursday night. Is the way to go, I think. I like the Thursday. Yeah, Thursday would be all right. Yeah. As long Listen as they don't every Thursday, week. dickhead Thursdays. Push for that. Yeah, purple dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else on that? Nope. Okay, no. we'll move on to Malthouse looking because Malthouse is looking about the state of the game. Well, because he doesn't want to coach anymore. Really. Yeah, yeah. He, if he wasn't coaching, he wouldn't, he wouldn't watch football. Well, he doesn't appear to be coaching either. He <laughs> doesn't appear to be watching football either. <laughs> <laughs> There's a circular argument in there. Yeah. I mean, it could. If he's, he doesn't want to coach. I mean, if he doesn't want to watch football, why don't Carlton just 
uh, relieve him of watching football every weekend by just getting rid of him now. Well, because he's the messiah. They can't get rid of him. What, where would Daisy Thomas do? <laughs> <laughs> Bryce Gibbs as fucking player coach like, would be more effective than Malthouse at the moment. Can he at least give me his daughter's phone number? Oh, fucking hell. Oh. Bryce Gibbs. <laughs> Rose Gibbs has a door. No, Malt Houses. <laughs> oh, Christy. Oh, okay. She's got man hands, man. You don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've seen Bryce, that song. Bryce Gibbs ask. probably has like 50 daughters to, you know. Anus cap. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but now that you have um, anus cap. <laughs> but yeah, he's sucking he's about it. Maybe if Carlton weren't so fucking rubbish. Well, I, I was just wondering, does he watch any games other than Carlton? Because that could be the problem. He's sitting there going, Jesus, football is shit, and he's only watching Carlton play. I could have told him that every time you watch a Carlton game. It's but horrible. A lot of Carlton's problems are his fault. He, when he got into the sides, instead of cleaning out the list of the hacks, he kept them on. Yeah, for an extra um, year. Putting Gibbs on a, well, how much money, five-year contract means they've now got no money to go after someone else. He got, he got sucked in the way all the Carlton fans have been about their how good their youth is when it's really not that good. And it comes back to what Matrox said, why don't they get rid of him? Because, you know, he, he got into coaching to stick it up Eddie. Well, he hasn't done hasn't that. Worked. He hasn't beaten Collingwood. <laughs> Has not worked. Anyway, anything else on that? Nope. Suck shit, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to like Carlton obviously sacking Malthouse pretty soon, appointing a favourite son of the club and then knifing him after like two years to recruit some old washed up coach like John Walsall or something. Or, or well, Terry Wallace. It's gonna, it's gonna be a That's gonna be a costly barbecue if that ever happened. <laughs> it's gonna be a fucking train wreck for Carlton for years. Who's gonna be sacked first though? Trains, um, trains. Malthouse or Hardwick? Ooh, that's, yeah, that's a tough call. Ooh. I don't know. None of the above, Brad Scott. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to be yeah, getting that close. One, imagine if they miss finals. That's an well, that's on that's on the cards. All of a sudden, it is. They're not certainties now because Adelaide, Adelaide rolling Port and North losing to Brisbane. All of a sudden, just opened everything up. You've got two yep. teams that can miss the eight now, and two that can come in as opposed to one and one. Yeah, this whole soft draw that North has is irrelevant if they keep playing the way they are right now. <laughs> yeah, the if way you're playing with like a heart. Exactly. In fact, in fact, the easier it is, the harder it gets. The more, yes, that's, that's, that's what's so delicious about it. <laughs> One more talking point before we move on is that this may have gone unnoticed. St Kilda have appointed a New Zealand-based board member. Yes, I saw that. And, yes. Well, we, we joke about relocation with Hawthorne and all that, and Hawthorne do have Tassie directors, I believe. But St Kilda now really getting into the New Zealand thing. They wore their jumper again this week too. I, I don't know if you realise this, this is actually not really common knowledge, but Matt Finnis, the new CEO, is actually a well-renowned sheep fucker. Um, so <laughs> he's obviously going to be trying to move the club out there um, you know, sooner okay. rather than um, later. Dix will get the fuck out. Thanks for that image. <laughs> Do we have any more on that? Like, yes, yeah, St Kilda, the first steps to relocation. They were talking about Junction Oval earlier this year, and now they've gone, oh, nah, fuck. Fuck getting out of seat for Junction I won't go to New Zealand. Well, they're really going down on the world, aren't they? Um, yeah. Moorabbin, Seaford, now New Zealand. What's next? Actually, Geelong. I've seen <laughs> uh, No, man, no one goes to Geelong. Oh, don't be silly. Who would want to go to Geelong? Fuck <laughs> off. Anyway, one thing we will quickly brush over, because it's newsworthy and the Todd Carney thing has happened this week as well. There's oh. got a, a bit of a football flavour to it. Um, Ant? Yeah, it's funny you should say flavour. 
<laughs> that's like the complete wrong word to use. Exactly. Yeah. Well, all I say on this is, um, uh, Brody Moles, ex Bulldogs and Geelong player, um, has taken to Twitter to defend Todd Carney by showing examples of what Todd Carney did. It's out there for you to see. Pissing in your own mouth. Yes. I knew there were an off-field problem bubbling away in the NRL. <laughs> And you defend, and then someone defends that, saying, "Oh, it's okay to piss in your own mouth." This is fucking typical Geelong culture at work. <laughs> what the fuck does this got to do with Geelong? Yeah, played for Geelong. He played for Geelong. Oh, when he was drafted by Geelong. Mm. <laughs> That's where he learned his ways. Him and SJ. No wonder Geelong's youth is so crap. They're too busy pissing in each other's mouths. <laughs> oh, you. I knew that we'd get this shit when you came back on. Oh, no, they don't get the shit; they get the piss. It's the other end. Oh. It's pretty much a case of, um, like you know, NRL loves to compete with the AFL. Um, it's well known. So I mean, you know, we had the Bootsmith scandal just recently, and so obviously someone at the NRL has gone, "Well, fuck, we can top that." Um, you know, just getting a dick out on Twitter. Let's let's have someone not only get the dick out on Twitter, but then pee out of it and then drink it. You know, very, very NRL. You can't, you can't mess with them. They will, they will shit in your hallways. They will glass your girlfriends. They will drink their own pee just to prove that they're worse than we are. Thank you, NRL. Thank you. Don't, don't ever change. That's a pretty good note to move on from, I think. This week on the Bay. Vlog of the week, I think, was pretty open. We had customary meltdowns from Amstaff and Brisbane 13, but I'm not sure they win. There, there was a little incident, and it was relatively minor in the grand scheme of things, but a oh, particular Hawthorne supporter, pessimistic, had a crack at me uh, because I compared Cyril Rioli to uh, Motlop. That's all I did. Just he that. is a weak bitch. Which that's Hawthorne racist. supporters do all the time. That, that's racist, apparently, is to, to compare those two. He, he was, well, why don't it's only you racist if Adam Good says it is. <laughs> I, I just thought that was a bit weird. It's like, so direct comparisons between similar types of player is racist if they're the same race. So okay, pessimistic. You're but they're not. They're not similar types of players. Like oh, Rioli's Rioli a, and Motlop. Rioli is a superstar. Motlop's just a <laughs> goo. <Fucking> goo. <laughs> so if I, if I compared two rangers, would that be racist? Yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, it would. Would you, Hadouken? Lepich and Merritt can't do it. Can't do it. You can't say, "Geez, Merritt plays like Lepich." No, you racist prick. You can't say that. Shut up. Yeah. It's called gingerism. Yeah. What about um fat players? What about comparing Hawkins to Neagle? Jesus. Uh, that's an all-you-can-eat buffet right there. Um, <laughs> There's no food left. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I, I liked Jay Neagle. He, he, he really tried with his laboured breathing and his slow stumbling up and down the field. It was good. Anyway. I'll tell you what, he, he would be the current Eston side's best forward. Uh, you got no close, argument for that, dude. Close. <laughs> yeah. He kicked um, the occasional goal. So, does anyone have any other nominations? I'm loath to give it to Jaden this week because it's getting to a stage where it's almost complimentary calling him a flog. Because I think he, it was pretty funny that he sent that PM out to everyone because it had a few. He actually, got a few bites. Yeah, now oh, I think about it. No, no, I was going to give that. It was quite a few sooks. That's, that's not flog of the week. Fucking that's thread of the week material. I thought he was just. Actually, someone was going to say Jade's slash True Ruse for you 92s or whatever his other yes. alias. Yes. The yes, 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 yes. He's yes. been floggy this week. 
on he both. He's been an absolute stupid fucking asshole. Yudaki also had that little meltdown over Essendon. and he's sick of this shit. <laughs> Um, yeah, but that was like an acceptable meltdown. It's fucking melting down over <laughs> Essendon being scumbags. All right, we want to give it. We want to give it to Jade's. Yeah. Yes. 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 Special it. mention to Grizzly M for closing the no lurking likers thread. You got to yeah. reopen it, Fifey. He's been a bit of a pissy bitch this week. He has. Grizz yeah, went on to the um, Essendon board and 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 gave them a, a, a big sort of like a hand job over. Oh, you got me, you got messed up over Geelong. He did that on the Carlton board after after you beat them. <laughs> He's just trolling Geelong. That's yeah. um, <laughs> sorry. I you hate us. I hate us, and they can get fucked. <laughs> Thread of the week: Hadouken just nominated Jaden, yeah. which I thought was pretty good. The I, other I, one being well, Ugax Asada. Poker infractions. Oh, yes, yes, poker infractions. <laughs> I don't necessarily think it's thread of the week, but thread title of the week. I absolutely want to, What's that Bontempelli will shit down your neck one? I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was great. That's the right. Bontempelli is Italian for shitting down your neck. I thought that was a and brilliant thread title. Yeah, he did. So Bird Chooks, Chooks actually done something good. I mean, <laughs> he's like, fucking what? I've been trolling this whole time. <laughs> I'm a parody count, goddamn. <laughs> but yeah, what are we voting for? The Sada infractions or the Jaden sending I, the lawyer? I, I, I say the Jaden one, but if... I'll, I'll vote Jaden too. I thought that was amusing. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with Jaden. Hang on, we we're, giving, we're giving one post of Flog of the Week and Thread of the Week. No, yeah, no, Jade's, Jade's, got getting... Jade's got Flog of the Week. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, I agree with the, the others. Um, I got to read some of the... Nervous reporter post that. Um, <laughs> yes, that was the best part. <laughs> they got Captain uh, Blood seventeen to melt down. That was hilarious. Like he should really have known better. Oh, he he was worried. Yeah, there are a few who were, and I reckon that was effective. Jack's threat was very very good. To, but... to what what was his name? Kruzelenko. Kruzelenko to go Kruzelenko. himself. But it was Isn't just that um, Jaden's Yeah, it's just Jaden. So anyway, yeah. last week's poll. Who would you most like to beat? 8.3% said Collingwood, Hawthorne, and other. 4.2% said I hate that other West Horsham team. 4.2% said Fremantle. 12.5% said both Sydney and Essendon. And 41.7% said Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> Some things never change. Just very overwhelming. Anyway, we'll move on to yeah next week, which first one's Friday night, North versus Hawthorne. The Angry Midget is back. If Brad, if Brad, Brad Scott, last thing he needed was to be, you know, coaching against the actual coach. North do not have a hope in hell winning this game. Well, actually, the weird thing is that they probably do because yes. it's the one where we don't expect them to win. Yeah, that's that's been North and Adelaide this season both. So I just had a look at um, North's fixture. I think they've got Hawthorne, uh, then St Kilda, then Carlton in the next three weeks, and. If North are going to win one of these games, it's It'll probably going to be the Hawthorne game. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, where, where are we going? I'm on Hawthorne despite that. I'll, I'll go Hawthorne, but I wouldn't at all be surprised if North get up. Has to be Hawthorne. 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 Yeah, Hawks pretty comfortably. There's so many people here, I don't even know who has or hasn't tip. Um, I'm going for North. Yeah, I didn't um, hear your just, voice. Just off the back of it, it's just going to be a crazy result. That's all. So what? What? Okay. By the smallest miracle that North actually do actually get up, what does this mean for the the wagons? That's oh, still no more! No more about the bandwagon. 
No, nah, didn't you see my post that I walked away from the flaming wreck so, that was the bandwagon? So you took the, the wagon out of the lake and then blew it up? Yep. Oh, it's, everyone's dead. It's all fine. Move on, Dan. It was a great ride whilst it lasts. It's a 1980s action movie. It, it exploded underwater. It makes no sense. But that's just what happened. Exactly. And Teach walked away without looking it, back. It's like a slightly better version of a Michael Bay Transformers movie. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So, so any other movie then? Slightly better. And I reserve my I, I, I reserve my right to change my tip at the end of the week. Uh, <laughs> teachers just ruined the bandwagon. We just got to we can't give it respect anymore because teachers, you know. Teachers ruins the flogcast with his fucking changing tips every week. Yeah, fucking no, just kills our credibility. How on earth are the football media of Australia going to take us seriously now? Anyway, <laughs> Richmond, Richmond versus Brisbane. We'll scale over them. Richmond versus Brisbane. Mm. Down Whereabouts? Here. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, probably Richmond. We've Brisbane. beaten every team below us on the ladder thus far, except Melbourne. We've already beaten Brisbane. Hey, do we still have match rocks online? Yeah, I reckon Brisbane might get up this week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think how many people are we talking hey, about. Fuck, you're still alive, mate. We thought you were dead. <laughs> we thought he was in a barrel somewhere. <laughs> Just slowly decomposing. I also think Brisbane will win. They're on a bit of a roll. Richmond. All right. Was that everyone? No, I didn't have a no. tip yet. Who was playing? Brisbane, who? Huh? <laughs> 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 a tip, uh, Brisbane. There you go. GWS Adelaide at Spotless. Are we all in the Crows? Yep. Crows. Yep. Yeah. Primaries. Although the way the Crows are playing this year, they might lose. Yeah, yeah, it's another weird one. They could absolutely snatch it. And the you wouldn't tip against them just on the fact that it is the Giants. Gold Coast, Collingwood at Metricon. This is probably the game of the round. Gold, Gold Coast. Collingwood. Yep. No, Gold Coast. Suns for me. They're going to they're gonna want revenge after the Aurora debacle, and they're going to catch Collingwood out. Yep, Gold Coast. Collingwood yeah. coming off a soft game against Carlton too, whereas Gold Coast played Hawthorne, which would have toughened them up, right, Penal? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, that's a real, that's a real thing. <laughs> coming up against the uh, hardened bodies of Hawthorne would uh, oh. certainly... And their slippery balls. Well. Sweaty balls, goo, goo, goo. Anyway, was that everyone tipping? Uh, Gold Coast. Yeah, Collingwood. Melbourne versus Fremantle in Darwin. Shit. I don't give a shit about this game. <laughs> Fremantle's boring enough without the Fremantle will win. Yeah, Frio. Will win. There'll be lots of slippery balls up in Darwin. Uh, Frio to win by a soccer scoreline. I'm not even going to watch a second of this game, but Frio will win. Well, that's because it's on the same time as Port Essendon, which should be, considering last week's results, Port getting beaten, Essendon going close to the concerning Cats, could be closer than first thought. I still think Port will win at the... But they're no longer invincible at Adelaide Oval. Uh, uh, still going to win this game. Uh, well, easy. with my head, Port will win, but only just with my heart, Essendon, by 26 points. Port... <laughs> You're doing it wrong, mate. You're supposed to say uh, Essendon by 119 points. No, no, it's a, it's a realistic tip, man. It's, or it's or like, just pick know. the draw. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not teaching. I'm not going to tell you. It's Essendon by 26. You wait. You see. Ants and Matrox, I think, will wait. Yeah, yeah Port will win for sure, easily. Yeah, Port by You'd 10 goals or something. <laughs> Where is the love? Carlton St Kilda. And this could be St Kilda's last chance to win a game this year. Won't happen. Carlton. I think they play us. Huh? Oh, well, you're better than Carlton. 
<laughs> I think Carlton will win, but can you just imagine if they don't? Who won hell of it? Nah, Malthouse is in trouble. It has to be. <laughs> Malthouse will be put on the barbecue if Carlton lose this one. I want an angry melt from Plugger telling us all how good St Kilda are. I want St Kilda to win. <laughs> I, I, we I all want St Kilda to win. I want a Plugger won. meltdown. I think St Kilda will win. They can They can do it. They, Much like Adelaide, they've got a good record at Etihad, <laughs> uh, especially against Carlton. <laughs> St Kilda did have the wood over Carlton for a very long time indeed at one point. They did there. too. And even when, even when St Kilda's been slipping down, they've still been beating them. So. No, I'll tip St Kilda. What the hell? Yeah. Rewatt will have that ticket at least four or five if St Kilda. Yeah, he win. could though. Yeah, but, he could. Yeah. All right, I'll go with the Saints. I'm not going to bow to peer pressure. Um, <laughs> West Coast versus Sydney. It's in Perth, but the Swans should still win. Uh, yes. Yeah, Sydney, but the Swans should still win. Did you actually say that? I thought I said it's in Perth. Where is it then? It's in Perth. It's in Perth. Sydney will still Sydney will beat the suitcase out of it. Yeah, tipping the Colas. Sydney will win. West Coast kicking's been shocking lately. They'll kick like 12 goals, 20 behinds or something. Nat Nui Shanks, if he gets a kick at all. Uncharacteristic Nat Nui Shanks. (laughs) The winner is Sydney. West Coast are incredibly average. Sydney will win this easily. And the last game... um, Teachers Cats versus Ants Dogs down at the shit hole. Um, well, at least we're going to get Tiona Grand out of this for having the shit time slot. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not I, your I home game. I, uh, I don't think anyone wants to go there. I don't think even the Bulldogs probably want to even go down there, so I'm tipping a Geelong win. Yeah, Geelong. I think the Bulldogs will win. Cats are just too <laughs> concerning, and the Bulldogs are starting to get it together. John's concerning youth will pump up their numbers against Bulldogs. Will, will Bontempelli shit down the necks of the Cats? Hawkins <laughs> will probably eat it. <laughs> Stringer will be fresh from all the action he's getting this week, <laughs> and he will just kick fucking ten goals and lead his team to victory. Is that everyone? Say something. No. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. You shut the fuck up, Penal. You, I actually yeah. agree with you there, um, Penal. I think you convinced ne- me. Next, next week, tip, next tip week when we tip the uh, Geelong game, can we just like have none of us go and make Teach go first? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I'm sick of him doing this fucking wait to be the last guy. Gag. <laughs> yeah, I'm sick of it too, Teach. Just say your word. Go. We can get fucked. The Cats are going to win, and we're going <laughs> to smash the Bulldogs, and you all know it. And we're going to oh, kick him in the head. Hmm. And um, Matrox, I don't think I heard you tip, so we'll show it Geelong. Geelong's going to win. <laughs> yeah, suck on that one, Teach. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, I think that's everything. So, yeah, this was the Flogcast for round 16. Fifey joined by Ant. Till later, guys. Matrox. Until next time. Hadouken. Good night. Teach. Good night. Dan. Tata. And Penal. See ya. Uh, Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.